0: I am the god of jits and wine. You seem rather drunk. I drink, and I know things. Welcome back to another episode of Small Council Radio. This is Extra Shots. ...with your master of drinks, Cyrus Moore. It's been a little while since my last episode. I do apologize for that. There has been a great number of unfortunate events that have befallen me. I am not dead. And the Extra Shots series has not been cancelled. But I've just had a really, really difficult time getting on here and producing episodes... Let me go ahead and run down the trouble that I've been having. Let's just give you a little bit of an idea. I was recording the Free Folk Buyer's Guide. And I had it done. And I had it mostly edited. Just a couple more things left to do. When I stopped. And I was like, I'll come back to this tomorrow. Or in a day or two. To finish it. And then while i was away i started to have some doubts about the episode i am not a free folk expert i don't play free folk very often and i just wasn't sure about the placements that i had of some of the units and my different tiers so i thought about it for a couple days and i decided to come back to it after it sat just just on my computer and when I came back to it, I realized that I hadn't saved the work that I did. And my computer had turned off, either ran out of battery, I have a laptop, and didn't save any of the work that I did. So I was going to have to do it all over again. Now, I didn't mind that because I thought that I was going to make some changes anyway. But then there was this massive na- nationwide bout of sickness that was going Just all over, uh, we got, you know, still having COVID problems. We're having flu problems. But the big one that got us was RSV. If you're not familiar with RSV, it's a really nasty virus that can get your respiratory system and it's potentially harmful in kids. I have two. My oldest daughter, who is three, ended up catching it and got hospitalized for a few days. Now, gratefully she came out of it with no problem she just needed a little bit of help and in the hospital just making sure that she was going to be okay and even though i had kept my two children away from each other my youngest son got it anyway and he's one and he got it a little bit worse he ended up spending some time in the icu or the pediatric icu and that was a little rough and in all that time, I had also gotten sick. So there was just this several-week period of just nonstop illness through my house. It was not fun. And, of course, no possibility of being able to record any episodes. Uh, but once that cleared up, I was like, okay, it's time to come back to do an episode. But then I started to think about it. It's been almost a month and a half since my last episode and I was wanting to do them weekly and if I had done so I would probably be done with the series by now but because this has stretched on so long I think I'm going to take a break from the buyer's guide and continue them after the patch releases I have a feeling that the patch is going to drop sometime in January maybe February and if I keep going now by the time I get done with the series the patch will drop and maybe a lot of my recommendations will change based off what units get nerfed and what gets buffed so I'm going to go ahead and put the buyer's guide itself on pause and I know that might be disappointing to the new players but I just I think that it's probably best if I produce more up to date content and because of that I think I'm going to end up probably redoing the whole series again after the patch. I don't want to have fragmented episodes where it's like, okay, we'll listen to the first episode on the Lannisters. And then come back and listen to episode two for the post-patch Lannisters. I don't want to do that especially to new players i would rather have all the information that they need all in one space so that's so i decided to do that and here's where technology gets me again i was going to record this episode one where i explain what happened and then maybe talk about some random things and i do all of that i create a show on This podcast using the same tools and methods that we've used in the past to create a live show and most of my shows aren't live most of my shows are like this they're pre-recorded they've been edited and I just upload the file to our our server that we use but I decided to do a live show by myself and I created a 30 minute show and I explained all of this before this was a couple weeks ago and I get done and I had talked for 30 minutes and I go and I listen to it back it didn't record anything it recorded nothing of what I said and I did the exact same thing that I have done in the past when I'm doing a live show with the same microphone the same setup same computer and it just didn't work so that that pushed this back another couple weeks so it has been it's been a rough go here for the master drink I've been on a bit of a bender so to speak as far as, uh, as far as trying to get this to work. But I promise, I'm not drunk right now. Although I wish I was. Maybe later. But in the meantime, I want to fill some content. You know, I still want to do these shows. And because the buyer's guides are on pause, I'm going to need topics to discuss. Now, I thought that these buyer's guides were going to be really good. Because it's something that a person can do by themselves. That we don't need to have a whole council meeting to discuss these, this is just one person's opinions. But if we're going to be putting these on pause, what else do? We, what else could I talk about? What What would you guys out in the community want uh, to be discussed here in this forum, in in this sort of medium, where it's just me rambling about stuff? And it, it could be anything. It could be tactics discussions. It could be unit breakdowns. Uh, it could be you know commander tier lists or NCU's. Whatever you guys think is best, whatever you guys think you want to hear about, and you could uh, leave those suggestions in our Discord or our Facebook. Uh, any way that you guys know how to contact any of us, let us know what you guys would like to hear. Now, a topic that I thought about, something that's been on my mind a lot, it's come up in conversation through you know the various means of the the. the you know, game discussion is aggressive play. You know, playing aggressively to, to, you know, no holds barred, you know, your, your hair, you know, thrown back and just charge on right ahead and kill the enemy no matter what. And that I think after playing the game for a few years might be the single biggest mistake that you can make in the game. Other than forgetting to trigger your abilities or tactics cards. Or forgetting that you have them. Uh, Blind aggression in this game is very rarely rewarded. And because of that, you you should really avoid it at all costs. And here's why. And we'll go ahead and get into this topic of discussion. This is the topic of aggressive play and why you shouldn't. There are so many things that can go wrong with playing aggressively. Now I'm not talking about aggressive posture, you know, putting your units out, you know, just, you know, marching them forward and and, ha- and presenting them as target to your enemy. That's that's aggressive, but that could be tactical. You could be trying to bait your opponent into charging you. Bait your opponent into playing aggressively. What I mean by playing aggressively is the top of the round, my very first action, I activate and I charge you. There are so many things wrong with that. Unless you are absolutely certain that you are going to kill the unit that you are charging, or you have some other plan after that charge, that is always a mistake. And let's go ahead and run down the reasons why. This is for you know experienced players, but also beginner players too, if you're not quite visualizing what I mean. Let's say it's the top of the round, and you have a unit that can, that's just an auto-end charge of an enemy tray. And let's say you're both at full health. And your very first action for the round is to activate and charge. Let's go by the steps. First off, you have to roll your charge. If you roll a 1 or otherwise are disordered, that's going to severely blunt the attack of your charge unless you have some way to mitigate that with rerolls. But even so, the loss of attack uh, of the loss of tactics cards is is can wreck an entire aggressive plan. Now you have to roll your attack dice. Depending on if you got your rerolls or not, even with rerolls, you can still miss some of the attack dice. So let's say that you, in this plan, you thought, okay, I have this unit and it has critical blow and it has, you know, sundering, and they have uh, condition tokens. And if everything goes right, I can one shot this unit. That's true. If everything goes right. But if you look at the math on most of the potential one-shots in the game right now, it's exceedingly unlikely that everything will go right. So in this process, we have your rolling attack dice, and there's no guarantee that you're going to even make all the hits. Even if you are likely to make all your hits, you could still roll poorly. Now it goes to the defender making their defense saves even if it's likely for them to roll poorly on their defense saves they could roll well or they could roll on average and on average they're going to be blocking one or more of their hits that they've been hit with and they won't take as many wounds as would have been possible if everything had gone right and don't even get me started on the panic test the panic test is 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 great when it works and they fail but if they succeed and you're hoping that they fail that is an entire that could be a swing of anywhere between one and four wounds so if you've made this attack hoping that they fail their panic test and they don't then that's almost a guarantee failure of your one shot plan and now look at the situation you're in The unit was not destroyed most likely the unit was not destroyed you are stuck in engagement with that unit and now it's your opponent's turn they have free reign of the tactics board they could attack you back they could heal they could retreat leaving your unit stuck out there in the middle of nowhere with no alternative because you've already activated now this is different if you have a free charge and you're, you still have your activation to go. Or if you have relentless and you still have other options. That goes into your plan A being I charge you and try to deal damage. That is blindly aggressive. That is too aggressive and it will get you into trouble. Let me bring up an example of a game earlier this month in one of our local tournaments. I was running a Lannister list, and in that list I had a unit of Ramsey, two-point attachment, Reek, Pyromancers. This is a nine-point unit. And I was playing a friend of mine here in Kansas City. This was the third round of our tournament. And I I don't think he'll mind me telling the story, but uh, he decided that he was going to attempt uh, a one-shot on this unit, which was possible. He had a unit of Dervishes with an attachment that does escape me at this point. It was the Martel Dervishes. And the Pyromancers save on sixes. So if he makes his hits and he rolls a few sixes with a uh, vulnerable token and a failed panic test that's a one shot and that is a dead nine point unit and I'm in deep trouble so he thought that he could potentially either one shot the unit or knock it down to one rank and put him in an advantageous position to maybe kill them the following round so off the top of the round he activates this unit dervishes and charges the pyromancers now I think he knew that the unit had horrific visage along with intimidating presence from Ramsey and the first step of things going wrong for him was he critical failed his horrific visage panic test for four wounds before he even gets to roll his attack dice which knocks him down a rank so now his attack is blunted because he has now lost a rank for attack die purposes uh he rolls his attack and has a few hits i don't think he got as many as he was hoping for um And then I roll defense saves. And even while saving on sixes, I think I rolled two sixes. Which, if he had six... Yeah, so he had six hits on his attack. And I blocked two. So I take four. And then panic test comes. And I fail the panic test for an additional two wounds. So I take six wounds. Which is actually probably what you could expect from a t- an attack of this type but here's the thing his unit's activated and it is stuck in combat with a very dangerous nine point unit and I have free reign to do whatever I want with the tactics board and in this situation if the swords are open which I think they were It was either that or I activated and attacked back. I think I made five hits out of seven, which is five wounds. And his unit was already weakened because of the horrific Visage uh, failed panic test. And then now you have a panic test, which is Visage plus Intimidating Presence, which was failed. And it killed the unit. And then the Pyromancers heal for four because of Fueled by Slaughter. So you can look at this as a YOLO, I'm going to try to win the game right here, charge off the top of the round. But the odds were really stacked against him. And because he made that decision... The unit then went on to wipe him out instead, and that probably won the game for me right there. Now that's an extreme example of the things that could happen if you aggressively charge hoping to wipe a unit when the odds say that it's unlikely that you will. Now let's look at why you might want to do something like this. Funny enough, there's only two reasons why you would want to charge a unit that, that is tactically sound. The first one is obvious if you do think that you can destroy them. That is the most obvious and the most that you have a unit that has already taken damage and you think that you can destroy them right here and now. The second one is much less obvious. The second reason why you might want to charge a unit is to tie them up. Not just destroy them, but to prevent them from going where they might want to go. To maybe protect a unit of yours from being charged by them. Or to keep them from getting an objective. I think that is the most tactically sound reason why you might want to charge a unit. And that's hardly ever going to happen as your first activation. Again, the math changes if there's a free charge involved. Because when you talk about a free charge and then an attack on top of that, that does change the math a little bit where the destruction of a unit becomes more likely. But it, without that, the, the, the primary reason why you might want to charge a unit is to get engaged with them and keep them from, one, charging you or from being able to position themselves in a way that's advantageous for them. You could get a unit stuck, engaged with you, with leaving them with very little option other than to just stand and swing with you. And there's a lot of factions in the game that really want that to happen. Uh, Baratheons would love for you to sit and be engaged with them for the entire game. Uh, I get the impression that the Starks really like that as well. So sometimes beating your opponent to the punch, beating your opponent to the charge does have some merit. But you really want to have a backup plan, or not just a backup plan, for, but a plan in general on what you're going to do after that charge. You can absolutely become overextended in this game. And I think that happened with my opponent in my game today. He had a unit of Lance Cavalry, and he saw an opening. And he ran that unit of Lance Cavalry up and charged a unit. And I don't even think that it was that bad of a charge. He had the potential to kill the unit. But unfortunately, uh, not only did he not kill the unit, but he also took some damage from some retribution effects. And because of that, and with his lack of backup that unit ended up getting surrounded by another unit or two and ended up dying. And that was as a result of what you could conceive of as just being too too overextended to not having a plan for after the charge. There are some cards that allow you to get some free retreats so you can do some hit-and-run tactics, or if they attack you back, you can do a swift retreat or you know, something like that, where you you're not ending up stuck there. But if you don't have cards like that, and if you're if you're envisioning this this charge, and just play it out in your head of what the rest of the round is going to look like, and if there is no way for you to get that unit out of where they are, let's say that the horse is taken or you don't have the necessary cards and there's, they have multiple units around you, even for heavy cavalry that are saving on threes, or even twos in the, cha- in the case of Champions of the Stag, that unit is going to get overwhelmed and is probably going to die. So, I guess to sum up, because I've been rambling here for a while, Hopefully this isn't too bad and, and I'm trying you know, I'm making my points as, as, as best I can as a as a solo uh, speaker that is that is completely off script. I, I have none of this written down. This is just off the top of my head stuff. Things to avoid is the off the top charge without a plan. That is, that is, the, that is, the, that is the main thing to avoid. Uh, now, some players out there. <laughs> they've they've mentioned that that that's their only plan in the game is to attack. That's their plan of attack, to attack. And I can totally respect that. But some factions don't like that at all. Like they're much more, you know, tactical and and they want and want to set things up and they want to play the maneuvering game and, and and the tactics game. They're not set up to deal those massive hits and not worry about What follows. Some factions can do that, but most cannot. And the best way to avoid this, I've said this on a few different occasions, is if you find yourself getting stuck in this rut where you are getting yourself overextended, that you're making these charges and getting punished for them. Take the round in which you start having these thoughts of "I want to charge, I want to charge, I want to charge, I want to charge," and wait till next round. Position yourself, you know sometimes in some game modes you can't, but in most game modes, try to, to get your units in a tight formation where they can all support each other and wait for your opponent to come to you. And if you do that, you'll notice that your chargers are going to be more effective because you're going to have multiple units close by that can all gang up on any units that your opponent overextends. And you can take advantage of the same play that, that you might have been falling victim to yourself. You know, turnabout is fair play. So give it a shot. If you find yourself playing aggressively and you're you're paying the price force yourself to be patient. Run your guys in a tight formation and when you say just 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 get to the point where you're like I'm going to not charge right now and wait until the next round. And I have a feeling that you're going to notice some differences in your games. Now this, this uh, for the last couple minutes here, has been mainly geared for newer players, but some experienced players probably could benefit from hearing this as well. Uh, and I hope it does. Uh, in fact, I, I, I hope that anybody listening gets something out of this particular podcast. We're going to be cutting it off here shortly. Uh, we're, we're hitting the almost 30 minute mark, and I can only ramble <laughs> by myself for so long. Uh, I could be boring some of you to tears. But if, if one person listen, listens to this and gets something out of it, I'm happy. But I'm hoping everybody can at least pull something out of this and use it in your games. And if you do, if you try any of these things out, th- th- this new mindset of avoiding the aggressive off-the-top charge play... And if it works for you, I want to hear about it. Tell me on Discord. Tell me on Facebook. You guys know where to find me. I would uh, love to hear about it and discuss it with any of you. Uh, In the meantime, if you have any ideas on future topics for extra shots, uh, also let me know those on the Discords and on Facebook. And I'm beginning to think I need another drink.